Hello, and welcome to the Blame Sabermetrics podcast. My name is Brandon Slofeld, and with me for the first time ever, Evan Colbertson. Hello, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. That's good. A lot of baseball going on. Yeah, a little bit. They're playing it. It's a sport. Uh Uh-huh. It's happening right now. So, uh, before we start talking about baseball stuff, I want to talk about stuff that's not baseball, if that's all right with you. Like what? Uh, Chance the Rapper put out an album. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really, really good. James Blake put out an album that's also really good. It's incredible. I think it's the best one I've heard this year, honestly. I love it. I love it. I don't think it's the best this year. Okay, what's the best? You can't say Hamilton again. Uh, I know, Hamilton didn't come out again this year, unfortunately. <laughs> I'd probably say Kanye, still. Okay, I could. that's probably my two. I really like Lemonade. Me too. I Seeing really her. like David Bowie's Black Star. That's probably still in my top three. That's in my top five. Did you listen to uh, Anoni yet? Is that how you say it? I don't know what that is. Okay, it's like the most like political like charged album that's come out this year and it's great oh she has a song called obama where she just like goes in on obama it's making a lot of people mad but it's a good song i think there's been a lot of good music so far this year i like the 1975 record uh i love the rihanna record like me too love oh and the zane record obviously yeah i didn't like the zane record i think that's a horrible opinion (laughs) you liking it is a horrible opinion that album's so boring it's no 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 that's if i want to listen to that kind of music i would just listen to like miguel or like jason derulo or like derulo <laughs> jason derulo <laughs> jason derulo it's not a good album it's a great like- album it's better than the last miguel album i guess a lot of things were better than the last miguel album oh, so oh can- shit you're dissing miguel I like the little Yachty tape, little boat. No one like. Okay, I don't get the little. He's Yachty fun. Tape. He's fun. It's like I'm usually like into like those internet hype rappers, but because I love McConan and I love Lil B. Do you not? Wait, you like, love McConan or you love I love McConan? Okay, I love I love McConan. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for not getting, I feel like I feel like that was gonna be like too hard to say. Like I've I was, never heard like a of a McConan, but I do know when I love McConan. <laughs> okay, I apologize, Evan, for not saying his name correctly. And I apologize to I love McConan as well. No, I get it. Like Yachty's weird. It's like the most sing songy like flow and the very simple beats. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I tried. I gave him my fair shot. Try harder. Maybe I'll try harder. Yeah. It took me forever to like Chance the Rapper too, so. I hated Chance the Rapper. Hated. When I <laughs> saw him open for Childish Gambino back, probably right before Acid Rap came out. And I was like, this guy has no idea what he's doing. He has no presence. He's squeaky and dumb. And then Acid <laughs> Rap came out. And everyone was really excited. And I was like, don't listen to this guy. He sucks. I saw him. And then I was wrong about that because Chance is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even... I'm still, like, Chance... Okay, s Rap is still, like... It's a solid, like, 6 out of 10 for me. Like, I like it, like, when he puts out new stuff, or, like, if I hear, like, his name come up, like, maybe I'll go back to it, but I'd really get into him to, like, the Social Experiment record. It's way better. And then he was, in, and he was incredible at Pitchfork last year, and then this album is incredible. Him at Pitchfork last year was... It was a special show. It was transcendent. 
And this album's incredible. I like his new sound a lot more than the druggy stuff, too. It's, like, so... I mean, it's gospely and it's soulful, and... I love Donnie Trumpet so effing much. He is... He is the truth. I still don't know if I like this Justin Bieber feature or not. It's aight. It's aight. He just kind of, like, drawls, like, in his, like... Like, wannabe, like, R&B boys over the beat, and it's just kind of, like... Sometimes I like it, and sometimes it's just like, uh, this probably could have been better without it, but just the fact that Justin Bieber and Tokyo are on a song together, like on a Chance the Rapper album, is still, it's just incredible in itself. It is. Now, on that note, uh, we've talked about Justin Bieber plenty on this podcast. You're to move to, uh, baseball? I think that's supposed to be what we're talking about. We can talk about whether Bryce Harper um used a slur towards an umpire or not because i watched this clip like 50 times and i still don't know what that last word he says is yeah so bryce harper as we record this on saturday may 14th bryce harper is serving the game suspension that he received for definitely yelling fuck you at an umpire and then he yells something else in the video you'll have to go check it out we can link to it in the in the post but I don't really know what he's saying. It could be a homophobic slur. It could be, goddamn. It could be, I don't know. You had some, what was your theory about this, like, tongue inflection? Okay, so it kind of looks like he's saying a word that starts, like, with an F. But, like, I don't know. It kind of looks like he's saying something, like, with a, with a T. I can't tell. I, I'm watching it right now, and I still don't. It kind of looks like he's saying damn now. Or, like, me, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I'm not convinced it's a homophobic slur. The first time I saw it, I definitely thought. But it he was. is, he is a Mormon. <laughs> Did you say he's a Mormon? <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, like, the, I didn't know look, that. No offense to any of our Mormon listeners, that is not a religion known for its tolerance towards the LGBT community. I mean, we don't know how he expresses his belief <laughs> with regard to that, but it wouldn't surprise me considering he is apparently somewhat devout. Mm-hmm. What's owner? What's the umpire? You don't want to touch that with a forty-foot pole, do nope. you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching that one. So he's okay. The umpire's name was was Brian Knight. So he wasn't saying it's not Brian. He didn't say Knight. He wasn't Knight. saying. Yeah, he Fuck wasn't you, saying Knight. that. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about Bryce Harper on the field. Uh, most interesting, the fact that he has a twenty-six percent walk rate this year. And actually, it's up to 27% after his three walks today. <laughs> and he, you know, he's at 159 at-bats uh, or plate appearances, which is at the point where it feels like a walk rate should stabilize. And he's, you know, leading the majors in, in walks by a lot. Is he the new Joey Votto? Um, I don't know. Bryce, or Joey Votto's ability to, to like, control the strike zone is just, like, godly. Yeah, Bryce Harper's godly. <laughs> But, like, he just doesn't, he just, like, the way he's been swinging the bat so far, like, well, just as far as, like, swinging at pitches, like, outside the strike zone, like, it's the lowest it's it's been his whole career. And last year, he swung at pitches outside the strike zone, like, 8% less than he had before, and now he's swinging at, it's lower than that, like, he's swinging at pitches outside the strike zone less than he has in his career, and he's swinging at pitches inside the strike zone less than he has his whole career. He's just not swinging and when he does swing the bat it goes for like 400 feet so he's being patient mm-hmm. uh i mean he's just he's it helps that he's being treated like barry bonds right now you mm-hmm. know much was made of last weekend the cubs walked him 
Like every time? Like every single time. Uh, 13 walks in a four-game series. And then on last Sunday, it was the six walks and one hit by pitch, which was like another record. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. there was all the... I don't really get the kerfuffle about scared baseball or that nonsense. But people are scared of pitching to him. And I think part of that is the Nationals lineup, which isn't too potent without him. And that's a totally reasonable exploit. But he's on base a lot, you know, and that's... That's that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he's slow. Like it's right. I mean, even if someone gets a hit after him, he's not gonna. It's he's not like he's just moving up one base every time. Right. Yeah. No. He's a he's a good base runner, and I think he's yeah he's matched his steals total from all of last year already. So yeah, if you keep if you keep putting him on base, if Ryan Zimmerman starts hitting, he's gonna start scoring. And also another. Uh, and then he's swinging less, and then he's at the highest contact percentage. Of his career too so far, was just insane. You know what else is insane? Sure. He's got a two sixty BABIP. <laughs> it's because he hit so many home runs. Last year's BABIP was three sixty nine, three fifty two the year before that, and then a three oh six, which is just basically average in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. So he's like underperforming when he does put the bat on the ball, kind of. Mm-hmm. That ISO is insane though. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Three fifty five ISO, which is obviously. Obviously, his his highest. Uh, let's see if it's the highest of the majors right now. Yes, it is. He leads he leads the majors in ISO. Nolan Arenado right behind him, who continues to slug home runs at a ridiculous pace. Imagine if Bryce Harper played at Coors Field. Yeah, that would be something. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 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 already pretty good. He doesn't really need to pad his numbers, but no, you're right. No. Uh, speaking of the Nationals, you want to talk about that Strasburg extension? Sure. You go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steven Strasburg, who was set to become a free agent this winter, signed a seven-year, $175 million extension, which is a, a pretty big surprise, considering he's a Scott Boris client and everyone was pretty much prepared for a huge bidding war over Strasburg. Uh, it certainly helps him that he's having what looks like the best year of his career so far. So, I mean, I was looking at, he's got a 276 ERA, around 11K per nine, 225 FIP. Um, and he's five and zero, which you know, that's what gets the the free agent contracts. And I've been looking at his performance and being like, well, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get a lot of money to be a Yankee next year. And no, the Nationals managed to re-sign him, and that's <laughs> great for them, especially under market value. I was expecting him to get like David Price money, and he's getting slightly under that. So, what do you think? Are they gonna are they gonna regret paying him this much, considering he's never been healthy? A full season, except for what was it twenty fourteen? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess like he's pretty much like one another like elbow blowout away from like just being like wrecked, almost. Yeah. Like you just, I mean, we just saw like what happened to uh to Garrett Richards. Like he just blew out his elbow and he's done for t- for all of next season too. But like, I think it's, I mean, it's good for Strasburg because he gets the money. I mean, if he would have gotten injured. Or whatever, like he would have gotten like nothing, right? Especially since he's a Tommy John guy and he's already been injured before. Like if he, wait, like he, he would have he would have missed next year probably, or most yeah. of next year, and then signed probably another one year deal to even establish himself again. Right, and then I mean it's a uh, it's good for the Nationals too because then they get him below what he would have been paid if they just would have let him go to free agency, and then with all that deferred money too, which I mean. I could, yeah. I mean, he's going to be paid, like, just the, like, the year by year on it is so weird. And the Nationals are loaded. Yeah, that too. 
their ownership is like I think one of the richest in baseball. So, wow. <laughs> in 2023, at the age of 34, he's going to be making $45 million. <laughs> $45 million. Oh, boy. Can't wait to see Steven Strasburg's age 34 season. I really like Strasburg. I, he's a guy that I've always hoped put it together. Um, and looks like he's killing it this year. But it's never, I mean, there's all the talk about, you know, back when he was drafted, that he was like the best college pitcher we've ever seen. And he hasn't really lived up to that. <laughs> he hasn't really been anything special for a full season. But I like the guy. I'm I'm glad he's not going to the Yankees for what it's worth. <laughs> I, I could care less where he goes as long as he just keeps being good at baseball. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I have to say. I just like, I mean, I don't even, like, I don't really get the, like, the argument that, like, he wouldn't go to the Yankees or, like, any other big market team because he doesn't have the personality. But, I mean, look at Zach Granke, like, the guy has, like, the most, like, non-big market personality ever, and he did amazing in Los Angeles. Like, I just... He did the best he's ever done in his career in Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just don't get, like, the whole... His personality doesn't fit. I mean, you don't know how every person with Zach Greinke's type personality would thrive there, but, I mean... I mean, the thing I do wonder is, now that we're getting to the age of baseball players, probably less true with Strasburg or maybe some younger players, there are probably people who grew up hating the Yankees and they don't talk about it because they're they're professionals and it probably would do them mm-hmm. no good to talk about hating the Yankees uh I mean I'm sure Jason Worth would like mouth off like that and Harper if he didn't love the Yankees but it is it is I do wonder like maybe Strasburg doesn't want to play for certain teams the way that we, we we never hear about that that's always in like teams no trade clauses that like details leak out that like Ryan Howard can't go certain places or you like you know what I mean Mm-hmm. And sometimes I gotta imagine there's just like some personal beef. They're just like, I grew up hating the Braves, or you know, I grew up a Red Sox fan, and like fuck the the Orioles. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be fun to find out, like just what teams just don't want to go to certain places because of, like their childhood like rooting interests. Like they just won't go there like at all. Yeah, I do wonder who like <laughs> at what point would you stand to make hundreds of millions of dollars do you like do you decide no i know you're trying to give me like a lot of money for the rest of my life but also when i was six you beat my favorite team in the division series and i can't i can't handle it yeah i can't get over that so what do you think this means for the pitching market next offseason do you think like someone gives like andrew cashner like 20 million dollars now because there's just no pitching that's going to be out there? Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, who's the best pitcher available? Oh, like Chapman? Well, I guess I guess um, if we just go by starters. No, Andrew Kasher probably. Or uh, is Kenley Jansen a free agent? Yes, Kenley Jansen will be a free agent. He'll be 29. And Chapman, I guess, if we're, yeah. you know. I Rich Hill? Like... Rich Hill, yeah. That's... Rich Hill is the best. They're actually... Let's be honest. It's way too early to look like ahead to the free agent, the free agent class. Diggy. But there's not that great of position players either. There's Gomez and Bautista. Edwin Encarnacion. Who are all like old as hell. Josh Reddick, I guess. Yeah. If he doesn't sign an extension, which just seems unlikely for an Oakland right. player. Adrian Beltre, and I, I sincerely doubt he'll become free agent. Uh, James Shields can opt out, I think. But I don't think he will. 
Uh, Brett Anderson, Chris Medlin. This is a depressing list. Yeah. I think we just got spoiled last offseason. Yeah, we really did. Matt Wieters will be on the market again. Let's see if uh, he gets a big contract at, what is he now, like 31? <laughs> yeah, so it's a weak free agent class regardless, mm-hmm. uh, pitching especially. But... Well, I guess if Cespedes opts out. Oh, Cespedes definitely will opt out. He's off to a good start this season already, so. What else can we talk about? Jose Altuve is kicking ass at taking names. Yeah. He uh, is hovering at the top of the Fangraphs war leaderboards. He's got... 2.5. Yeah, he's he's hitting 338, 423, 641 with nine home runs. Uh, so, unless he doesn't... With an ISO of 303. Un- unbelievable. Which is double his, his career high <laughs> ISO, by the way. Uh, yeah, he's just like... He's busted out. And it's doing the Astros a ton of good. I mean, like, the success that they're having this season, I just, I credit him with all of it. And he's striking out more, too, and he's still hitting just incredibly better than he has his whole career. For the sake of, uh, you know, historical record, uh, if the Astros go on to win the World Series this year, they're 15-23 and 23 right now. So It's possible. Let the record show that they're, they're last in the division, but... There's still a ton of talent on the team, and everyone picked them to win the division at the beginning of the year. So, I mean, any team could have won that division this year. It's not a strong division. Yeah, I mean, the Mariners look like they're they're gonna run away with it because I don't I don't believe in Texas's record. The Astros still have a thirty percent chance. Okay, according to Fangraphs, to make the playoffs. So it's possible. Who's the highest? Mariners are at sixty-four. They're at the highest. No, they're not at the highest. They are to win a division. Third highest. Uh, the Red Sox, 89.7%. To, just to get to the playoffs. Oh, okay, I was like, the Red Sox aren't eligible for the AL West. I don't know what the fuck you're talking oh, about. Oh, in the, the AL West. Yeah, they're the, it goes for playoffs. The Mariners are at 64.4. Astros, 30.1. Rangers, 28.4. A's are at 8.7. And the Angels are at 3.1. Poor Wait, Angels. the Red Sox, the Red Sox are ahead of the Cubs? Um, the Cubs, oh, I was looking at the American League, sorry. Cubs are at 99.3. Okay, okay there we go. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, but their bad. whole team has to, like, die for them to not make the playoffs. Hey, Kyle Schwarber already did. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, so how about them Cubbies? You want to talk about them Cubbies? They're really good at playing baseball. They score a lot of runs. 27 and 8. 27 and mm-hmm. 8. Can you find their run differential? Is it, like, a 200 yet? Uh, I think it's around eight or nine hundred. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think that they're. Um, they should create a new league just for them to play in. Yeah, I mean the Cubs are incredible, and it's like it's fun living here in Chicago when both the Cubs and White Sox are killing it. Mm-hmm. It's not really fun being a Cardinals fan nine games back. You know, dead funny. spins, dead spins series. Every time the Cardinal lose a game that they post about <laughs> it is driving me insane. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that too. I think it's even funnier because because it's making you mad. No, it's fine. I think that it's not actually making me mad. I don't care that much. I think it's dumb. I appreciate their effort to troll super serious Cardinals Cardinals fans, uh, but if they do it next year with the Cardinals again, I think that's kind of dumb. I think they should do it with whoever has like the best record because like the Cardinals won 100 games last year. And also have a fairly entitled fan base. So if they do it with, like, the Cubs next year, I think that'll be equally effective trolling. You know, like, whoever has the best record should just get mm-hmm. trolled every time they lose the next season. Mostly because I don't think the joke, joke will, like, really work next year if it's still the Cardinals, you know? It's like, okay, we, we know <laughs> the Cardinals are going to lose 80 games, so... <laughs> 
I think it's hilarious. Of course you do. <laughs> Only because it makes you upset. Even it's the tiny, very... even the tiniest bit. It's just frustrating because, like, Cardinals fans know things aren't going the best. Like, we don't need the reminder. I think the Cardinals made like four errors yesterday. It's, it's fun. Yeah, but as far as standings, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, not really. Washington looks good. We've talked about them a lot, but they got swept by the Cubs, so they mm-hmm. don't look that good. I think getting swept by the Cubs is just like, it, it's just not even like a bad thing. It's just something that's just going to happen. To... Right now, the Orioles are in first place, and the White Sox are in first place. And Seattle's in first place, so the AL, I can see all of those teams not making the playoffs, honestly. This is why I don't make projections. Or... I don't, we're, or predictions. About, we're talking about what's happening right the fuck now. I said this is why I don't, because these teams are doing... I mean, it's May, like, they could finish... All these teams that are in first right now could finish last. It's certainly plausible that could happen. I had a an argument with my younger brother about the AL Central, in which he was insisting that it was the, like, most parody we'd ever seen in a long time. And I was like, no, come on. Like, Minnesota or Kansas City is going to win that division. Like... And he's like, no, the White Sox are really good. And I was like, who they got? Sale and Quintana? Who after that? There's a whole big thing. And now I look stupid because the Twins are terrible and the White Sox are in first place. I'm pretty sure like, I picked the Twins to win that division too, and now I just I look silly. Yeah, let's be, let's be real. Uh, what happened to Byron Buxton? I think he was... I don't think he should have started the year in the major leagues. I mean, I get that the Twins thought... I mean, every team thinks... For the most part, realistically, they have some chance of being good. I mean, I thought the Twins are going to be really good this year, but I mean, even like I saw, I, I get the rationale behind having him start up in the major leagues, but I think he needed like another month before he was, before he was ready. Like he's just not, he just that whole first month of the season, like he just did not look like confident to go out there and face major league hitting. It's just a shame because, you know, the talent is there and I don't know at what point is he going to put it together, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, no one in their right mind should be giving up at him at all. I mean, he's crushing AAA pitching right now, so... Yeah. I just hope that he doesn't end up... I mean, I was going to make a terrible comparison, uh, so I won't. But I just hope he doesn't end up like... Just do it. <laughs> you already said you're... I was going to say Josh Hamilton, and his issues are off the field, and that's why it took him uh, so long. Okay. But I'm trying to think of like a really highly touted player who like it just took until they were like 26, 27 to even crack it, you know? The other people I think of, like, you know, Keichel or Arietta, also pitchers, so irrelevant, but, like, yeah. they weren't superstar. Or they weren't, weren't superstar prospects. No. Uh, I can't, who's another guy who just took a while longer to, to put it together? I don't know how highly touted Jose Batista was after when he was a prospect. Like, way back in the no day? Clue. I don't know. That was that was basically a different era. Yeah. I was probably, like, eight when he, was, he got drafted. Yeah, I think he was drafted when, like... I don't know. He was drafted in 2000. I was five and a half when he got drafted. He was a 20th round pick. Wow. Okay, so he probably wasn't a... Yeah, yeah. You'd probably say he wasn't a... I could Google former first round picks who suck, but we could also save that for a later... Yeah. A later episode. You want to uh, you want to talk about Mr. Mr. Mike Trout? Uh, I guess. You Hey, you <laughs> pitched the first... <laughs> I did pitch this idea. Okay, so what we're gonna do now is, I'm gonna play the GM of a few teams, and I'm gonna pitch some hypothetical trades to to Evan and see if he would take these trades for Mike Trout. 
So I have Mike Trout. Yeah, you have Mike Trout, and then I'm basically, I'm just gonna pick a couple teams. Question. Yeah, sure. Do I have the rest of the Angels roster? Sure. Or nice. do what? Are we gonna make this complicated and do like some like giant trade, or are we just gonna do straight up Mike Trout for prospects? Hey, you're the one making the trades. Uh, I, <laughs> I just want to know what I have to work with. I am okay. Well, we'll, we'll do we'll do one and then see how it how it goes. Okay, so. I'm going to play Dave Dombrowski right now as the Red Sox. You don't have to identify which GM you are. Just... Okay, well, just for my own like role-playing desires, I guess. Uh, oh, so you role-play Dave Dombrowski <laughs> in your spare time? I'm going to make a trade now, and you're going to tell me if you would take this or not, okay? Oh, hey, Dave, what's up? Oh, not much. Man, how's it going? Uh, pretty how's well, the... pretty well. I got Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. don't have many wins, but like you know, I got I got Mike Trout, so that's good. <laughs> okay, well I have like a hundred five star prospects, so how about we talk? All right, let's talk. Okay, so how about I, Mancata? Is it? Oh damn it! Here we go again. Is it Devers? Oh, <laughs> I let's go with that, Dave. You should know the names of your own prospects. <laughs> okay, so with Mancata, Devers. Benintendi, Espinoza, oh god, Michael Chavez. Would that's, you? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. <laughs> Wait, read read the list again. Okay, it was Moncada, Devers, Benintendi, Espinoza, uh, Michael Chavez. Huh. You see, you see, like the point of this exercise is already coming out, like in the first, the first try. Like, these are, like, five... That's like, really hard, though. Five of the best prospects in baseball. And because you're trading Mike Trout. Yeah. He was, like, the best player on the planet. Like, nothing is enough. Like, I could... It would have to be, like, that and, like, Mookie Betts. Ooh, if you if you put Mookie Betts in... No, not all that and Mookie Betts. That's a little overkill. Okay. But, like... It'd have to be, like, Mookie and then, like, Mankata Deaver's Benintendi. Yeah, I, that's probably... That's probably... Because that's that fills a major league need right away. That's not a terrible trade. No, Do, like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so let's try. Let's try the Dodgers. Okay. So, oh my god, like it would have to be like at least Seager, and then you'd have to do like Gurius, the Leon Holmes, like Jesus. Bellinger, because for... they're not going to part with like Seager's like off the table, even for Trout. So it'd be like. Like, Jurius, DeLeon, Holmes. Uh, Grant Holmes, I don't know if he's anything yet. Bellinger? I don't know. I don't know Cody Bellinger at all. I don't know anything about that prospect. So, I guess we could do Jurius, DeLeon. So, basically, like, like you can't... It's just so... It's so hard to do. You can't trade Mike Trout. Uh, Like, it would have to be, like, Seager, Jurius, DeLeon. Hold on. I want to call up uh, Mike Rizzo. Okay. Hey, Mike, you got anything you want to pitch me? <laughs> That's how GMs call it, talk to each other, by the way. <laughs> do you think it is? Like, how do you think they call each other? Do you think, do you think they, like, just call, like, their personal number? Do you think, like, they talk to, like, a secretary first? Like, hey, put me through the I'm mic. I'm sure they talk to a secretary. <laughs> Actually, honestly, I bet a bunch of these happen over text. I bet they do. I bet, like, they're, like, just, like, at dinner with their wives, and they're just, like, making tra- they're just pitching trade hey, offers. Mike, you up? 
<laughs> you can't even like okay so if i was mike rizzo it'd have to be like giolito turner robles diffo aj cole that's not even that's not even close no i think maybe like oh yeah that's hard i think giolito and turner are top shelf enough that like with the right mm-hmm. major league talent maybe but right, but even a trade like this, like this is gonna like almost like wreck their farm system almost. The Nats farm system? I mean they get trout. I mean That's, that's true. You have to wreck your you mean your point is, is that it's not as strong as It's the not Red as Sox strong as like system? the Dodgers yeah. or the Red Sox. And like the other team that's as high up as theirs is the Braves and they're, they're Counterpoint, gonna... Mike. Okay. Do you care or do you wanna do you want a World Series title? <laughs> it's true. Like I guess I mean, I did just get my uh, my option picked up today, so exactly. You have uh, you have some job security. You could just and <laughs> you have a little bit burn the ships. Job security. <laughs> just, and then you have Trout and Harper on the same team. Exactly. <laughs> I think you should give me your top ten prospects, <laughs> and then yeah, we're we're even. The thing is, the thing is, like that's not even unreasonable. <laughs> it's a little unreasonable. If we're really running a baseball organization, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because no player is worth, you know, that kind of potential. Mm-hmm. Because you have to think out of, like, those ten players, like, at least, like, two, maybe, I mean, your ten top prospects, I mean, even one of them will be, like, hopefully it'll be, like, three-fourths of what Mike Trout is now. Right. You would hope. And then plus all the other pieces together. When does Trout's contract end? I should know this. As Billy Upler, I should know. <laughs> Twenty... 22 does that make sense yeah after i don't know after 2020 it's 2020 mm-hmm. oh oh wait so the, 17 yeah. 18 19 20 yeah she so has four more seasons after this one yeah my uh the angels farm system is, is hot garbage so oh it's like one of like the worst like in history almost people have said yeah so i might take the national top 10 prospects yeah right that like turns the organization around in a in a new direction because mm-hmm. i mean only four more years of trout you know i mean that's like a hall of fame that's like a hall of that's like 50 war plus the rest <laughs> of this year i mean yeah. four more years of mike trout i take one year on mike trout my <sighs> two other team could look, like look he's not a winner he's not a winner <laughs> oh my god he i'm, I'm uh, billy Appler. I'm, <laughs> I'm justifying this i'm hanging up on you Stephen a <laughs> he's uh he's the poster boy for second place <laughs> All right, is that enough? Is that enough uh, role play? I think so. Like uh, this whole exercise has just been ridiculous. But like that's just—it's not even the whole like idea. Like this training for Mike Trout is just ridiculous. I don't know why people are talking about it. Genuinely, I don't know. I understand that the Angels are in bad shape. Spe- I mean, like we can just talk about. I'm gonna take off my Billy Upler hat. Okay. The Angels are like really sad. Mm-hmm. They spend so much money. I feel so bad for and Mike it Trout. never works out at all. <laughs> they have the best player we have seen since Bonds, and they can't fucking do anything with him. Like, uh. but even like it'd be like okay, like we'll give you Mike Trout, but like you also have to take Pujols' contract, and no one's gonna want that. Right. Though I mean, he seems to be on the way up. A little, a little bit. <laughs> I mean... A little bit. He looks like he's not going to be, you know... Let's see what he's... He's he's already, like, half a wood in the hole right now. He's been terrible. Uh, 
he was decent last year. Mm-hmm. But he's also like a grandpa. He's, I mean, you know, let's see, when did that contract end? 2021. Yeah, he's only making, you know, he's only making 30 million a year. So, like, <laughs> look, compared to that, that 45 mil on Strasburg, God, Albert Pools, what a disaster. He's already stolen a base this year. The ripe old age of 47. <laughs> All right. You ready to just... uh, close this one out? <laughs> you know, that, this whole exercise sounded a lot better when I pitched it. And then once I, like, realized that I'm trying to trade for Mike Trout, like, it just sounded, it just got ridiculous in a hurry. Hey, look, it was fun. And I bet, <laughs> I bet listeners will enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Send us your own Mike Trout trade proposals. Yeah, please do. Uh, let us know what nonsense you cooked up in your brain, because <laughs> it's all nonsense. <laughs> Mike Trout's existence is nonsense, to be honest with you. I know. <laughs> well, all right, you trade for, for him. Well, you trade for him, and you get his meteorology skills. That's true. You if you need a weatherman that. and a center fielder, <laughs> we gotcha. All right, I think that's all from us this week. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, so hopefully done. we'll see you next week. That's, does that sound good to you, Evan? Next Sounds week? great. That's the plan. All right. See you all then. Right. Thanks for listening. Take yeah. care, guys. Bye.